Welcome to Tactic Talks. This is your boy Paul with the girl Sash. You. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show where we talk video games and life. So sit back, grab some snacks and some drinks, and hopefully you'll be entertained by what we got going on. Oh my god, it is getting so hot in Florida, and it is only springtime. God. Going That's out- literally all I can say is God. Going outside has been the bane of my existence, and I work outside, surprisingly, and it is just horrifying. I live for the mornings, hate the afternoons. Anything past that, can't stand it. But... This is just the introduction. We're only warming up to what we right, got going right. on today. On today's episode, y'all, it's it's going to be a good one, I think. And for that very reason, you need to go ahead and grab your snacks now, get something to drink, because if you're like me, the front of my throat be touching the back of my throat, so I be needing something to drink, you feel me? Get prepared, settled in, you know what I mean? And me and the boy got something, got something good for y'all today. You a little know? special, a little spicy, a right, little right. spicy. Because today is the day where we talk about one of the greatest video games of our time, of our generation, an instant classic, can't be no other, is second to none. It is God of War for PS4. That it is. First of all, can we talk about that introduction real quick? Where where was this at for The Last of Us? What what the fuck? I'm The Last of Us. I'm done. I'm just Last like, of I'm Us was a great game. I I'm trying like, to pit two bad was, bitches against each other here. That was the previous generation's staple. That was the PS3 staple. It's it's <coughs> cream of the crop, if you will. That's right. God of War was for the new generation, the <laughs> PS4, our time to shine. And the reason why I am just showing so much love and affection for this game is because it truly has just I don't want to say molded me because that sounds cliche, but man, it had such an impact on my life. Like when I was finished with it, I was sat there. I had to put the controller down. I had to breathe for a second. I was like, wow, all of that just went down. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like even the, the opening title, like to get to the seat, the page to load into the game was really good. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it wasn't anything crazy. It was really simple. And it was, it was like a seamless transition. You, it took you to the pit, you know, the, the opening page, you hit start new game you did whatever you had to do. And then it was seamless into going Absolutely into the game. Absolutely seamless. Like you didn't even start playing the game and you already knew. I, I can always tell from how the menu is set up if I'm going to enjoy the game or not. Like not, not to be silly, mm-hmm. but I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, like, this is interesting. I haven't really seen this one before. And we, you know, the game starts. And you're absolutely right. Like, the first five minutes of the game are action-packed. Or I might be thinking of the, the first ten minutes, but... Because it's been a little while since I've yeah. played through it. But I, I remember being in awe of the graphics, and I just began playing. You know what I yeah. mean? So... I, I knew... I was always a fan of the God of War series. Yeah. And when they ended it off, I felt like it was a pretty good way to end it off for the previous generation. Yeah. And it always felt like that was a good conclusion to the story. But man, was I wrong to think that they should have left it alone. Because right. the way they brought it back was just so... <sighs> were you were you worried when they brought it back? Of course. Any any time you have such a fan favorite game that they bring back after such a long time under a new crew developing it, oh, true, you always true, get true. so scared that what if they ruin it? Right. What if they try to put something in that they feel is necessary but it really isn't? 
And when God of War came out and we first got it, I heard so many good things about it, but I was yeah. hesitant to play it first. Because I was like, you know what? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that you were like, you know what? You can play first and I'll play it after. I was like, are you sure? Because it's going to take me a while. And you were like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Go ahead. And I was like, all right. I'm like, are you sure? I was like, okay. Right. And, and that was honestly one of my little regrets. Because when I started playing it, like you said, the first 10 minutes, you're sucked into it. And you're like, oh... Oh, this is yeah. this is the pace we're going. Yeah, but I, I'm not gonna lie. I it definitely took me about maybe two, three weeks to finish because I was playing it after work and in between like schoolwork and, and sleeping, obviously. Yeah, I had like two hours of yeah. game time. So, yeah. I, but it but it was amazing. Oh my god, it was absolutely amazing. One of my favorite things that I was glad that was one of the selling points for this game, and I think they did so phenomenal phenomenally, was that there was no cuts. Yeah. There was no... The camera didn't shut off. There was no loading screens besides, like, let's say you exited out the game and then came back in. That was the one and only loading screen you ever saw. Everything was seamless. You were with the characters from the beginning of the story to the end of the story. Yeah. And I love games like that. Oh, my God. Just to to see it happen was otherworldly in just the best sense I can say it. Because... For a game this massive, for it to have no loading screens and you to be within it every single second, yeah, it was something different. And I, I'm so glad that they went with that choice because you really felt like you were with them every step of the journey. There was no, oh, this amount of time passed where right. there was like... And this isn't a, a, a dig against The Last of Us because they handled their cuts perfectly. Yeah. But like when Joel went down for like a couple months because he, he was healing, you know, there was that little gap that you're like, oh, I don't know what happened. You, you have to piece it yourself together. And this one, you're with them from the very start yeah. of the journey. But I, I was going to say, I think it's because there, there would not have been, it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah. Because it was so adventure packed and so jam packed, you know, like... What 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 really would have been the case if they would have done the cutscenes like that, or if they would have gave us a gap to fill in ourselves? Yeah, and just and the way they had built Kratos as sort of not a broken man, but someone who's healing from his tarnished lifestyle. Yeah, I was saying he obviously he's getting older, so he's so much bigger and bulkier. Um, Watch the puppy. Sorry, y'all. My brother is getting up to let the doggies out. The puppy can't go outside. At least not right away. Um, I'm dead. (laughs) Hello, y'all. Welcome to my house where the alarms go off. Um, Anyways, so like I was saying, you know, he's bigger and bulkier. And then you're like, oh, he's had a lady and he has a kid. Yeah. You like, open what up. What a surprise! Yeah, you open up to, unfortunately, the dead mother. Yeah, and and that was sad actually. That like that got me in the feels, and I was like, ooh. Like like off the bat, you sort of <laughs> felt the tone. And I was like, you know, that's how I also knew it was gonna be a good game, because like The Last of Us, it it quite literally punched you in the feels. You never even met the woman. You don't you know have no clue what she was like or whatever. But, but you're like, like ah. you're like, damn, why 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 we gotta start off like that? And. With the last, no, that's what, sorry, God of War. One of my favorite things in the very beginning was when you're watching Atreus light the mm-hmm. candles around his mom and having the little um, Norse, like not poetry, but his little, little Norse prayer. Yeah. Talking to his mother, uh, Lo there do they call to me, 
low there. I forget the whole saying, but it was really beautiful. But then as the camera pans to Kratos, you can see this one of three ways. If you are a returning player and you see the camera pan to him and you hear his music in the background, like, oh, okay, this is a very emotional moment for him. This is something, yeah. you know, tragic for him. He just lost his wife or what we can assume to be his wife. Right. Two, if you're a player who has never played the God of War series and it pans over to him and you hear this deep rumbling music of like this, <sighs> right, and right. it turns to him and he's a shadow. He's someone mysterious, someone we don't know about. We we chopped down a tree with him. Yeah, that was, that was a crazy sequence. Because you're like, well, why am I doing this? Like, what is the relevance yeah. here? We brought him back to the house and then boom, just this large mysterious figure in the doorway. And we're like, okay. I have no idea who this is, but it looks amazing, creepy, and scary all at the same right, time. I'm ready for it. And then if you play the game for the second time, this is the third way to play it. The third way you see Kratos is that it was a great way to symbolize that to Atreus, he has no idea who his father is. His father and him barely have interacted up until this point. Atreus might have been afraid of him. Again, mysterious. Yeah. So in a sense, that second and third playthrough or second or third way to see the game you're Atreus in some way, shape, or form because you're like, I don't know who this guy is. Right. He's scary. He's right, he's like, big Whoa. and bulky. And, and it was such a great way to introduce new people to the God of War story. Absolutely. And returning players <coughs> were just in awe. Like, oh my God, yeah. this is my guy brought right. back. You're like, who's this little boy? What yeah. is going on? And I, I, again, like you said, I thought they were going to butcher him, but yeah. they... In the first 10 minutes, they paid him so much tribute. Yeah. And it only wanted me. It only made me want to play more. Yeah, for real. I was like, because then you have uh, the fighting sequence with what's-his-face. Balder. Yeah, quite literally out the gate, you're you're fighting... Uh, Another god. Right, you're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you you go on a little hunting adventure with Atreus. You, you, you know, go what you're after. You fight a, a troll. And then you head back and like, whoo! That was crazy. So glad we don't have to do anything like that again because that's the first mini boss fight, boss fight. And you're like, okay, cool. Did that. Boy, that was a lie, right? I'm a god. And then you hear a knock at the door and you're like, uh, who's at my door? Who's in the woods? You open it and it seems to be some small tattooed man. You're like, okay, don't bother me. Leave me alone. And up until this point, we haven't seen Kratos use his full god. Right. Like, we've seen him kill Draugr, which are like zombie-like creatures for the Norse mythology. And we saw a little bit of it as he was fighting the troll. Right. But he never fully fleshed out his god mode. Right, and like then, he didn't need to because he, he's already naturally strong. Like, mm -hmm. He's a big guy. And then, you know, we see him use a little bit of it. And then it's like, okay, this little guy here. And then it's amazing how he tests him and he tests Kratos so he does a little small little punch and then a couple little punches and you're like oh okay and again if you're someone who's returning to the series and you see you're like oh Kratos is holding back because in, in yeah you get, you're like why 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 isn't he just whooping his ass because like, in going God of on? War 1 to 3 and if you breathed wrong around Kratos and you were semi-godlike, he would have murdered you yeah, on sight. Yeah, that, that was his MO. But to see him show this restraint. much restraint and like, yeah. oh my god, he's hit him four times now and Kratos hasn't done anything. And then you see him catch his fist and you're like, <gasps> here it goes. It's about to go down. He's like, I tried to warn you. You're like, yes, Kratos, 
pummel him into the ground. You punch him, and the guy gets up, and it's like, oh, that's disappointing. You're like, huh? No. Like, right, because he's taunting him, and you're like, bro, come on, you don't, you don't want these problems with him. And then he sends you flying up into the sky, onto the roof, and into the backyard, and you're like, oh... This is a clash between the gods. Yep. And not that the other God of War games didn't make me feel the punches of each of the gods, but it was a little bit more arcadey. So it yeah. was just sort of like hack and slash going at it or button mashing. You so. know what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. The, the other God of Wars, my roommate beat them for me. I don't know how I happened to get the, the third one because I know I for sure had the third one. Mm-hmm. I just had happened to have it. And my roommate goes, are you going to finish playing this? I was like, nah, you can start a whole new game or you can play mine. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get through it anytime soon. And I, it got to the point where I was literally watching her play it. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, like, that's cool. She beat it for me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, she is the reason why I've completed that game. And I, I just watched. And then going into this game, like you, it's, you know, you're like, yo, why are we tempting him? Like, do you not do you not see how big he is compared to you? Like, mm-hmm. you are so skinny, and he is strong physically. Like, looking at him, he's strong. <laughs> you could just feel the power emanating off of him. Right, and you really want to tempt him and taunt him, talking about that's all you got? Like, bro, you bugging. And, and you feel the weight of each punch that's yeah. thrown. And the, not only the sound, but the feeling of the controller. Yeah, I was like, just, because you, when you punch him into, the, what is it, the cliff or whatever it was, and it splits, you're like, Jesus you're like, Christ. No. And then, or when they're <coughs> doing their little wrestling match, and they're both holding each other's yeah. arms, trying to fight over, and you see the ground beneath them split and yeah. push apart, you're like, okay. You're this, like, these fools are strong. This is, these, this is the effect it has in the environment when two gods of this, of this strength clash. Right. And, and, and they decide, you know what? Nothing is more important than beating the other person. <laughs> and it, it's just, it really shows you how crazy gods can get when they decide to go to town. For real. Woo! Wow. Like, I don't think you can really prepare for for this game. Because like you said, you know, it was brought on by a new development team. So, you know, you're worried like, oh, you know, they're not going to do it justice. From that fighting sequence alone, I was like, oh, I, I'm in for it. Like, I had to figure out a point to stop because I didn't want to. And it yeah. was so action-packed. And even even the, the not the side missions, but just traveling, you're already going like, whoa, okay. The many different points where you can find tress, little trinkets and treasures, or uh, the little dialogue between Kratos and Atreus as they're both effectively discovering each other. Because again, Kratos hasn't really interacted with his son, neither Atreus interacted with Kratos. Both of them have given each other passing glances, nothing too crazy. They just sort of go by while the mother takes care of them and we just see the small interactions of them (laughs) but going on this journey with kratos and atreus as we get to not only grow alongside of them but we get to see how they themselves interact with the world that is now changing with essentially the death of Kratos' wife, Atreus' mother. Just figuring out and learning about the lore of the world. One of one of my favorite mechanics in the game is where you have 
a little notebook or a journal that when you yeah. fight a new enemy or you fight an advanced version of an enemy, you Kratos, not Kratos, sorry, Atreus has a little journal and we get to see him write down like, oh my god, this Draugr is so scary, but if my dad dodges to the left quickly enough or, or they're easy to counter, you know, we could take him down pretty easier. Oh my god, I just fought a troll. This thing is so big and ugly and wow, but we got through it just fine. Um, you know, those little things where we get to see Atreus learning most of the world, not just from the stories from his mom, but actually living it firsthand. Whereas Kratos, we see him discovering a new pantheon. You know, before he was in Greece, his home, his home universe or world, I don't know which to call it. I've seen different theories on how he gets to where he gets to, but... That don't matter. We're just we're experiencing it for the first time with Kratos, where we have the the new Draugr, where they're pretty much zombies, like I said before. And how much, how little, or how much trouble they give Kratos, because he's not used to them. And I've always thought, like in my head, like, oh, Kratos is a god. How are these wolves tearing him apart? But you have to remember, this isn't his universe. He's not used to these wolves. These might right. be enhanced wolves in some way, or. Because he's not from that <coughs> pantheon, maybe his, not invulnerability, but his ultimate strength is just sort of waning away because he's not in his home world. That or because he's getting older, his right. godhood is starting to not siphon away, but age away, if you will. I was going to say, not to, because I, I know you've gotten into the thick of it here. Have you mentioned what he calls his son? Boy. Literally, all that is what he, he he just boy. That is you know in his deep voice. That is how he addresses him. And the reason why I bring this up is because because of this game, my lovely brother here. Whenever I talk about him, or I'm like, or I try and get his attention, I go, hey boy. But because of the game, and then I did it to I do it to my nephew, and just so that she wouldn't feel left out for my niece, I call her girl. <laughs> so I'm just like girl. Or I go, hey boy, and of course. You know, my brother is so used to me calling him boy, and if I'm near my nephew, they both just kind of go, yeah. <laughs> like, no, the other boy. Right, because I'm like, oh, and right, and then I had to be like, oh, uh, little boy, when I would talk about Jaden because he was just the younger one. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, uh, boy, you know what, fine, both of you come here, that's fine. <laughs> then I just got to, it, it just felt so, not Natural. that it, yeah, I was like, and not that it was funny, but it was like our way to like connect between a video game. I was just like, all right, what's up, boy? And like, again, this is a gaming family. Mm-hmm. So it, not only did this game help bring us closer together, but it also gave us like a little inside joke. Yes, and I was gonna say, and you know, outside of like bringing us, you know, why I like this game, like outside of, you know, the fact that it is a family arc kind of deal, um, and because it's so well done, um, it reminds me of, so growing up, we played Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. That was, or now is Mortal Kombat. And this has those fighting vibes. Like, you, you quite literally get to rip and punch into these things, yeah. these entities, whether they're trolls or not, dragons and all this shit, just because you're so strong. Just going to town. Right. Like you're if, a god. Right. Like, if you ever want to play a game to just destroy things, I feel like this is the right one to pick. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the game to play. And just. I'm gonna rave like we did for The Last of Us. Just the the imagery, the the scenery that they had going on, the, the way sound even track. yeah, I was like even the story was so well done. Like the voice actors they picked and just 
everything felt so spot on. Yeah, like they did such a great job. Like, I, I, can't, I haven't played it on the PlayStation 5 yet, but I can only imagine how beautiful it looks because it was already a beautiful game on the PlayStation 4. Because at that point, we had the PlayStation Pros yeah. for the 4. So we were like, wow, like this looks amazing. You got to see the quote-unquote yeah. hands. Yes. But, but now with the PS5, you can only imagine. Have you played it on the PS5? I have not. No, I see, haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, same. Like I just, It's just one of those games that it's, it's a beautifully made game. Not to um, shout out or anything, but you know, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, well, <laughs> which, you know, we'll get to that, too, at some point. We're long overdue for that episode. Big but time. Just overall, I personally think that this, them remaking this game, if that's what we're going to call it, because mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, it, it, the continuation, we'll say, yeah. of this game was so well done, and it, and it even follows, you know, the mythology well enough, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's not going to follow it word for word. Because they have a story to tell, yeah. and uh, I forgot who, who did the quote, but it was like, first get the facts straight, then bend it to your will. And they have all the pieces in place. They have the different gods, their interactions. Uh, One of my favorite characters, Mimir, Mm -hmm. um, you meet him as he's stuck inside of a tree. (laughs) And he's sort of like Odin's counselor, but he tried to hold Odin back, and Odin saw it as a betrayal, so now he's stuck in the tree. One of my favorite characters, his literal first introduction, he's like, hey, you're going to have to cut off my head. Wait a second, what? He's like, yeah, so you can revive it with the witch in the woods. And we're like, uh, magic. Okay, <laughs> sure. Um, but as you, <laughs> as you interact with him more and more, because spoiler alert, he his head gets revived and you take him along with you. <laughs> um, you know, you have these stories of the giants and the gods battling where Atreus and Kratos, even though Kratos doesn't like to show it, yeah. Kratos is also interested in this world. He's just not going to have it take up time you know, in the yeah. adventure, because he's like, right, no, because they stories were, yeah. are for the boat. Well, that, yeah, that's right, that he, <laughs> that is right, because he, he would talk so much, because at one point, I'm pretty sure, obviously he didn't say it, but he was pretty much like, yo, shut the fuck up, like, don't talk until we're at least in the boat, like, he, he didn't want to hear that nonsense, because mm-hmm. I forgot that the head traveling with them would talk to them. And I thought that that was such a great touch, too, that you would just be in the boat and hear these stories, and then as soon as you got off the boat, he would shut up mid-sentence. Like, he would not even finish the sentence. Where I love it where you get into the boat, and Trace was like, so, um, we we saw this little shrine about X-Titan or whatever, and I was like, oh, yeah, the the story of the the huntress, the giant huntress or whatever, and we're like, okay. Like, there were times where I was in the boat, and I was, you know, traveling to wherever, but he wasn't finished with his story, so I would sit in the boat and I would listen because these stories would captivate you me. You know, I wish I would have done that, but I was so like, okay, cool, he'll he'll do it again we'll when I get back in the, but he wouldn't. And that's where I realized I fucked up where I was saying like quite literally thinking about cause y'all we don't really plan too much what we talk about in our episodes so much as what we know we're gonna talk about. And I was thinking, I was like, yo, when I played on the PlayStation Five, like I'm gonna make it a point to actually pay attention to certain things in the game. Like I'm gonna make it a point to go like, if, even if it takes me a month, or if it takes me as long as it took me to finish The Last of Us 2, I will do what I gotta do to play it through. Listening to the stories, I say, just adds a whole new element to yeah, it. Yeah, it really does. Like I said, because sometimes listening to these little stories, having a little pause in the action is so 
relieving because yeah. you get to, you know, hack and slash your way and then you get to sit down and go, oh, <coughs> this is why the things are the way they are. Right. And like you mentioned, you said, like, there are no cutscenes, There are no gaps. Like, it is quite literally all continuous up until the point where you save it and then you're like, okay, I'll come back later and... And continue playing. Or if you had that much time on your hands, you beat the game. Right. But like, but yeah, it gives a nice kind of break in between... Everything. All the busyness that's going on. Yeah. But again, just... Or, or when you meet... Um, what is the lady that you meet? Freya? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. When you meet Freya and you're just like, wow... Like what? What the fuck? Like you're, this is you're cool. Yeah. Where have you been? You you live right next to our side of the woods. And, but and, but you know what else it was is that you, she knows who Kratos is, but she she sees that the boy doesn't know. has no clue who his dad is. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he knows who his dad is, obviously, but he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know his past, what he's done. And then, because remember in the story where, however it comes out, the boy is sick. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're doing whatever it is that they're doing. And they don't realize it's because... He doesn't understand the godhood inside of yeah, him. Yeah, like... He just thinks he's a little human boy. And then something happened, right? That it kind of brought it out of him. And they were like, oh, wow. Which is a fantastic point. I'm glad you bring that up. Yes. One of my favorite things is how we get to see a little bit of Kratos inside of Atreus. Yeah. Where... We see Kratos get beat up by um, <coughs> one of the sons of Thor. Yeah. And it triggers rage inside yeah. of his son. And we see the particle effects of the Spartan rage that we see in Kratos. Yep. But since Atreus doesn't know how to handle it or use it properly, he passes out. Yeah. And we're, like, we're like, oh, this is this is it coming to life. Coming yeah, you like, I was literally like, oh shit. <laughs> and then and then us seeing Atreus Atreus fall where we get emotional, so then Atreus goes god mode and then Kratos whoops scenes. him. Right, yeah. Whoops that was him. and then you're like, Oh, like he's such a good dad because while he may not know how to emotionally connect and be an emotional kind of dad, he's still very much a protector mm-hmm. and doing what he feels is right in his eyes as a dad. So seeing you know, seeing his son go down, he's like, Oh sh-, like nah. Right, you ain't finna do my baby like that. Like, y'all finna get y'all asses whooped. And for the amount of times that Kratos wasn't emotional, because we we see that Kratos tries to be emotional in some scenes where the first one where he hunts the deer Mm -hmm. and he wants to pat Atreus on the shoulder and go, good job. He's like, no, I have to. There's this sense of I have to let my son be manly or get over it or, or just push through it. Where... In some sense, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But in others, it's like, no, you're allowed to, like, congratulate your son and go, hey, I know this is difficult. Yeah. I know this is a tough time, and it's, it's okay to be emotional about it. But at the same time, Kratos was also raised as a warrior. Yeah. He's raised as to close your heart to your enemies because they're not going to do the same for you. They're right. not going to open up that compassion for you and in some sense yeah he's very much right and especially in this god world where kratos knows what gods are like they're not going to be compassionate to him or his son so he can't let that moment of compassion you know take his life away or atreus's life so he's trying to teach him hey for the most part we have to be stone cold killers we can't let ourselves falter yeah and other moments where other traumatic events happen, Kratos wants to be there for his son, but he's like, no, I, I... And I don't think it's so much as him trying to teach Atreus 
how to be a man. It's more along the lines of, I don't think Kratos himself is ready to be open to that. Yeah. Where as much <laughs> as he cares for his son, he doesn't want to be open because for the most part, you know, people fear showing that love and showing that compassion because it opens you up to pain. Yeah. It opens you up. And as we know from the previous God of War games, he's already lost his wife, yeah. his daughter, his his family. Yeah, but and, yeah, before he became who he was, yeah. yeah. And if for anyone who knows, slight spoiler alert for, you know, all the original God of War games, but should have been there. Already. Right, right. It's been years. The reason why Kratos has his white skin his ghost white skin is because he killed his family. The gods tricked him into murdering his family. So a witch in his pantheon had cursed him and t- took the ashes of his family and burned it onto his skin. So that's why we see his ghost white skin. Yep. And we see it continue here. And he knows what it's like to lose all that. He knows what it's like to love and then have it all taken away. Not only have it all taken away, but have it taken away by his own hand. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's... At the end of the story, we see him come to terms with it all. But in the beginning and through the middle... He's still healing over that fact. He's still learning how to love, still learning how to open himself up. And as much as Atreus needs Kratos, Kratos needs Atreus. Yeah, because I was going to say, there's a point where basically Atreus becomes a brat. Like Big he quite time. literally turns into a little a little spoiled fucking kid and you want to fight him. You're like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what, why does that make sense? Yeah, because I, I, I can't remember what it is, but I remember that point in the game. And I he was like, learned, yo, what is going on? He learned he was a god. Yeah. Kratos finally told him, Oh, that's him, right. That's hey, what it was. You're a god. And then Atreus goes, Oh, we're gods. We don't have to worry about puny human problems anymore. Okay. And at first, it doesn't make sense. I'm like, wow, he's, he really thought, he really found out he was a god and just turned into a little shit. You know? Right. And I'm like, what okay but then towards the end of the game i don't want to spoil that just yet well we're gonna wait till a little bit later in the video to to get to it but i'll get there where kratos becomes a little brat and then you know atreus atreus yeah atreus becomes thank you he becomes a little brat and then kratos has to like watch your tone boy and even the player is like oh i'm so sorry you are playing kratos but you yourself like i am so sorry kratos my apologies I right will you're not just like wow you. you get scared i saved the game there at that point just take a second i was like Ooh. but then we see atreus doesn't even bat an eye he he's not phased by it and we're like do you want to die right like, like i really thought kratos was going to kill his son at that point it like, was just oh and but then after those events go down and atreus finally sees the consequences of his actions he's like oh i don't like who that is yeah and uh kratos is like yeah you can stop that from happening but you need to you know change your action right now yeah you and he was like i think the first time we really see the punishment is when they both get transported to um norse hell essentially yeah um and he's like you're you're punished you don't talk all right you need to you know understand what you did was wrong and you follow me right now is that where you have you basically go through those puzzle areas where 
There was one where there's the things cut dropping down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know at one point I couldn't get past the first part because I couldn't get the timing down. I was like, yo, this is impossible. <laughs> I figured it out, obviously. But I was like, yo, what the hell is this? Like, what? Ain't no way. And I got to back this up real quick yeah, because yeah, yeah. I forgot the, the complete and utter fan service this game had given us. So the first time before Atreus learns he's a god, he falls ill and he passes out and we bring him to the Witch of the Woods, mm-hmm. which we learn is Freya. Yes. And for those who understand Norse mythology and those who have... <laughs> I guess done their research if you will know that freya is the queen of the valkyries she is also yes. a goddess which kratos very much despises any and all gods so he's like no screw you i'm out right because remember Trish was like why she's so nice like, like no such a little kid she's a god we don't trust her he's like okay but you know kratos is also a god so but neither here nor there right, right, right. so you so <laughs> he falls ill and we bring him back to freya and she's like, I'm still a god, you know, trying to be funny, not understanding the situation. He's like, no, the boy is ill. I need your help. And she's like, oh, okay. Because her mother instincts are like, okay, cool. We're going to we're gonna Right, we got, we got a sick like, kid here. You need to go to hell. And you need to get this person's heart. I need the heart to help heal him. But you need to understand that you also need to open up your fact that, hey, you need to tell him the truth. That yeah. he is a god or this is going to keep happening. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you might lose your son. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, one of my favorite parts in the story where he just sits up and is like, you need to do something because that axe is not going to work in hell. No fire can be produced there. And once you hear the no fire, you're like, huh? And then he sits up and he's like, I know what must be done. And you're like, wait a second. What do you mean? And, you know, people who are returning to God of War, they're like, no, they're not going to do that. And people who don't know the game, they're like, what is he talking about? He goes back to his house, and as he's sitting in the boat, we see Athena come out of nowhere, and we're like, "Wait a second! You're not a part of this pantheon. You're you're back there. We 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 killed you. We helped you. You know whatever." And he's like, "Oh God!" And then she's talking to him like, "You know, you can't run from what you are. You're a monster. You you know you know what you did." And he's like, "Whatever." And you get into the house. And you open up the floorboard, yep. and you see this little piece of fabric just sitting there, and you're like, hmm, "What is that doing there?" And then we see him pull it out, and in an almost briefcase-like fashion, opens it up, and we see the fan favorite weapons—the weapons he had used in one, two, and three—the blades of chaos. Yep. Oh, when they made a return, <laughs> my spine chilled, my blood yeah, I was, was like, boiling. Can I tell you the chills that I got? I was like, no, they did not. I was so ready. And I saw them and I was like, there's no way. And then you see him just aggressively put wrapping the chains around his arm. And you're like, oh, 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 oh my God. It's happening. It's happening. Guys, 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 it's happening. And as he wraps it around, you see Athena come back. And you're like, oh, no. And then he gets up. And you see the flames wrap around it. And you're like, oh, it's about to go down. And he walks through Athena like she's nothing. And you go to town on these ice droggers that try to attack you. But when before, you couldn't use the axe. So you had to use your fist. So it 
It was a little yeah. bit of a difficult enemy. And now you have the Blades of Chaos ripping through Yeah, I was like, you know what's crazy? I think the way that they did that, they timed it so well because the game did get difficult. Where you're like, damn, I really got to punch through all these people? Like, my axe really isn't going to work? Mm-hmm. And it was such a bold decision on their part. Yeah, because you get the Blades midway through the game, sort of towards yeah. the end. And... To bank on the fact that your game's going to be so good that you can put such an important weapon that far in the game. Such a solid move. Wasn't it? I mean, so ballsy. Because think about it. If you brought Kratos back and you had this God of War 4 game come out, but it was sort of garbage up until that point... No one would have ever figured out you got the Blades of Chaos. Right. But because the game knew how to draw you in from the very beginning. But for real though. You get to the Blades of Chaos and it feels like such a huge reward. And you're like, oh, yes. Yeah, you're like, it's finally happening. And you see him accept his demons as he just rips through them all. And just the utter chaos that the Blades of Chaos bring, you know, no pun intended. Just beautiful. If you thought you were hacking and slashing before, the combo was nuts. As soon as I got them, I didn't even touch my axe for real. For quite a while. Right, even if I knew I should probably use it, I'm like, nope, I got it. I got it. We're handling it. We're handling it. And, oh my god, and the story only gets better from there. It really does. (sighs) And one thing I think they did well with the game, but I wish they would have improved on, were the NPCs you met throughout. Where you met... um, the two uh, dwarf brothers. Oh, yeah, that's right. And phenomenal... No, sorry. Not, were they dwarves? I think so. Or, uh, they I weren't... Know. I know they weren't gnomes. <laughs> I know that Centaurs as a fact. Maybe, or... N- no. Oh, no. We're just going to call yeah, them dwarves Yeah, either now. way. And, and to... Both of them were just great levity to the story. Where you're going through and pretty much everything wants to kill they you. They were half a goat or something like that. Because now I'm... Those are satyrs. Oh, that's what they... (laughs) Those those two aren't satyrs. They don't have goat legs, but I know what you're talking about. Right, right. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Hercules with (laughs) Philoctetes. And then I was thinking of uh, uh, Narnia. No, Narnia, where the... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyways, right. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, where you <laughs> first bad, you first meet the blue one and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. It's just some other guy I have to kill. And then it's like, no, like he's actually really funny comedic relief. Yeah, he is. Um, and he also helps you upgrade your Yeah, axe. because his brother was the, the grumpy one. The, you when meet he... the grumpy one first. And then the other one you meet is the one who's like a germaphobe. Where it's yeah. like, is that blood? I, mean, I don't yeah. want to touch that. <laughs> yeah, because he'd be like, can you wash this first, please? He's like, no fine one of my favorite things is when you see like a gear roll around and he goes on the ground and atreus like it's excited like oh i want to tell him like no don't tell him and he's like what do you mean don't tell me did you put the gear in your mouth obviously you can't put the gear in your mouth it's too big it's like if you put the gear in your mouth i'm gonna uh," and he's like no we didn't do that oh okay like i I love his little freak out session He was def. That was definitely a nice touch because I remember that too. I'm like, bro. But meeting the people who didn't want to kill you was kind of nice. And like I said, my favorite character, Mimir, he was a nice little, like I like I said before, levity to the situation where he had that little comedic relief. Mm -hmm. Because while Atreus and Kratos weren't funny, they were kind of dark and deep and like, oh, (laughs) we have to waddle through all this right and, and very like and then Mimir, and then mamir is like you know telling all these stories and i was like guys guys cheer up we it's okay let me let me tell you some stories grab some snacks you know whatever, whatever right right fine. 
And he always had a joke or two. Or when they went down to the vault of Tyr. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, breaking all the different pots. And it's like, yeah. And Atreus is like, yeah, you and breaking pottery or whatever. And Mimira's um, like, ha! Got him! <laughs> just, you know, just that little breakaway of, hey, I guess this is a serious story. And we have, you know, we have a Right, and I think that's probably through. why they did that for that levity. They're like, you know what? It doesn't all have to be doom and gloom. Like, yeah. here, here's a little satire. Here, here's a little joke. <laughs> here's a little joke. fun. All right, here you go. But so many aspects of this game, like every angle you look at it, there's always <coughs> something to just make it better. Yeah, for sure. And uh, what's it called? I remember we told our Theo about this, Theo Paul. We're like, hey, if you haven't played this game yet, I know you've heard about it, but you need to get on it. If you haven't played it, Theo, and you've listened up until this point, I need you to finish it. Because Jesus Christ, what are you doing? It really is a good game, Theo. And and of course, everyone else listening. Get to it. Yeah, like it, it... we will rant and rave about this game just as we do The Last of Us because we really do feel as strongly about it as we do that game. It, it, it was so well done, the story. and it, it makes you feel connected. Like I, If I didn't have to sleep, I probably would have stayed up playing the game. If I knew I didn't have to do homework or go to work, Anything the next I, day, I would have called out just to play the game like that. that that's how much I really enjoyed it. There was no, there was no wanting to stop. Right, because you know what? It also got to the point that on my days off, if I woke up early enough, like if I woke up to take the kids to school and then I got back, I would play for maybe 30 minutes or so, but I would wait until a certain point at night because it got dark. And I wanted to play the game in my room, doors closed, windows closed, like covered, like just to set the scene. My LED lights on and they were probably on blue or purple, but they were on a solid color and I wanted to play. Like, the atmosphere had to be right because it just... It, it felt right. Yeah, because it just sucks you into this world. And you're just like, yo. I'm invested. Yeah, Thank like, you. this, and this is so much fun. Like, <laughs> I'm having a great time knocking God's heads in between cliffs and shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. And the game has you wanting to play up until the bitter end up yeah, until really the does. game up until yeah. the game ends yeah because then you're like no like we're almost there like because you, you can sense you're like literally like after this like it's gonna be near the end like I, like what are they gonna do to end the game you know what I mean and yeah. you're just like I, I, I don't want to finish it like I want to just to see what happens but I don't because that's that's it and it's just there are so many times where you feel the game coming to an end and it's yeah. like no like I remember when the like the game ended on such a high note and the ending was just as satisfying as everything else that it happened was. and it felt like a worthy ending but I didn't want it to end. Yeah. As much as the ending satisfied my wants and needs for how it ended. For sure. I but, wanted it to keep going. Right, because I was going to say, the way that it ended, I feel, is what they're going to use to open up the new game that's coming out. It comes out this year or next year? Sadly, I think it comes out right, next, next year. Next year? Oh, because, anyways, that's a, that's a different rant and rave, because I was like, the Harry Potter game comes out next year, I think, too. Oh, nice. That I can't, well, it might be this year. I don't know. I gotta check it, but it, they all, they both come out, and we're getting both. Yes. So. Indeed. Right. And... But the game ends yeah. on such a high note, where you get essentially a lore dump but it's a lore dump you wanted yeah because as you get to the the realm of the giants you read the walls and the the giants had this ability to 
sense the future yeah. or see the future and which is we learn why odin was after them yeah because odin's whole thing is he wants to prevent ragnarok mm-hmm. ragnarok is this cataclysmic event that kills everything in the norse pantheon ends all the gods and everything as they knew it yeah odin's job was to prevent this or he gave himself the self-appointed job yeah. was to end ragnarok and he lusted after the giant's powers to see the future because he's like you know what i want this power i want to be able to stop ragnarok but the giants were like, no, what you're going to do with it is too much. We can't give you this power. Yeah. So he essentially goes on a killing spree. Him and his son Thor go on a killing spree trying to end the, uh, the giants. But the giants retreat into their realm yeah. and close it off for everyone. The only giant that we know of is Jormungandr. The yeah. world serpent that we meet a couple times yeah. in the story, and he helps remember, us out. Remember the first time you meet it, you're like, "Oh, oh God, you're gonna die!" And then you realize, "Okay, I don't have to fight that thing." Thank God. And then a trace is like, "Yeah, he's friendly. Don't worry about it." And we're like, "Really? Nice." Oh, that's right. Because is it Atreus the one that really is like friendly with him? Mm-hmm. So you're just like, uh, like, like at first, uh, the we don't communicate with him mm-hmm. the first time. We just see him. And we're like, "Oh, yeah, God. like that's a big ass snake." And then the first time we really communicate with him was after we got Mimir and we got to talk with the world server. We're like, whoa, they can, <laughs> they can communicate? Yeah. Wow. Like, one of my favorite lines was also, he's like, I, I've never spoken the ancient language uh, sober before. <laughs> and then you almost die because he says we're friends of Odin. He's like, no, 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 we're trying to figure out a way to stop him. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And that's what I thought. I was like, oh, shit, we're going to have to fight this thing. And I'm like, oh, thank God. And then Jormungandr was like, oh, oh, you're cool. Okay, got it. Right, you're right. just stupid at speaking my language. <laughs> right. Understood. And then Atreus speaks to him at the very end. And you're like, whoa, because you're going through that giant battle yeah. against Freya, Balder. And then she uses the her magic to reanimate the giant to yeah. fight. And then Atreus calls Jormungandr to fight along your side. You're like, oh, my God. There's no way. Yep. yep. And Jormungandr moves so fast for Doesn't a giant Doesn't move right. Snake. You're like, bro. How? Magic. Apparently. Magic. And then you finally get to the very end of the game where you enter the realm of the giants. Yep. And as you're going through it all, you know, Mimir stops being with you because he's like, hey, this is a moment for you guys. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to ruin it. Just keep me with the dwarves Mm -hmm. and you and atreus go up and then you and atreus share that moment where it's like let me let me tell you a story of my past yeah but before that they're looking at the giant's writings on the wall and they get to see their life story pretty much like oh wait a second (coughs) how is everything carved here when we were just experiencing that not too long ago it's like oh well the giants sort of knew this was going to happen. Yeah. If you didn't know. And we're like, oh. Yeah, that part okay. gave me goosebumps. I was like, yo. Like, really? That's cool. Um, And then as Atreus moves forward, but Kratos stays a little back, we see this tarp almost or, or curtain that reveals a hieroglyph-like picture where Kratos lies dying in Atreus's arms and we're like yep you're like not the foreshadowing 
But because Kratos, I'm sorry, because couldn't Atreus read the thingies, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that's what they were surprised at. He was like, "Yeah, I understand this." And we're yeah, he like, was able to read giant, yeah. but he didn't see yeah. that picture. And yeah. Kratos saw it, and obviously he can understand pictures, but he doesn't say anything. Yeah. There's no emotion. There's no reaction. He just sort of like, okay. Yeah. And it's weird how he accepts it, but it's like. He's been through all this. Yeah. He's died before. Yeah. And he's crawled out of hell. So, you know, I, yeah, he, I get it. He's probably like, all right, well, I'll either do it again or I won't. Yeah, so. Either I'm going to die or I'm going to keep cook, kicking. So let me just keep raising Atreus. Right. And then we get to hear um, why Atreus got his name. And that's, you know, Kratos' whole... When he was a Spartan back then, they had a soldier called Atreus who wanted to make everyone smile. And Atreus was a very, very badass warrior. No other way to substitute it. And save Kratos and his men, you know, to cost him his own life. And he's like, that's why I named you Atreus. And it's like, that's funny because the the giants, they uh, called me a different name. Well, what'd they call you? They, they called me Loki. Yep, and you're just like, no! You're like, what? He's, he's Loki? Yep. And then, this goes back to my point I was making earlier, said I'd double back, <laughs> where the reason why Atreus is uh, poo-poo head is because <laughs> he's Loki, and Loki yeah. is known for being that backstabby, uh, very flip-flop, like, oh, sometimes he's a good guy, sometimes he's a bad guy, and this is, unfortunately, his godhood where... When Loki's a bad guy, he's a bad guy. Yeah. But, you know, at the the faint of it, this is a different origin story yeah. for Loki. Where most of the time we see Loki as the the son of Odin. Yeah. Or sometimes the adoptive brother of Thor. Yeah. Or in some other ways related to everything. But ultimately, Loki is a giant. Yep. And we also learn that Atreus' mom was a giant. Yep. That even Kratos was like, huh? Uh-huh. I thought she was human. Right. Now you're part hu- uh, part human, part god, and part giant. because, And that's probably the real reason he was fainted and shit like that. Yeah. And as much as we know it, Kratos is still a demigod. He's not yeah. a full god. Yeah. You know, he was obviously a son of Zeus, but you know, Zeus laid with a human. So... Yeah. Kratos is a demigod. He's not a full-fledged god. But now we get to see his son who yeah. is going to be a full-fledged god. Yeah. And isn't that crazy? It is bonkers. So. So excited. Final thoughts. I'll go first because go right I, I, I know you're going to have some good final thoughts here. Overall... The game was amazing. I, I do love mythology, whether it's Greek, Norse, all that. I may not delve into it as much as I could, but I love it enough to where this game, I'm just like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Where I can be like, oh, I've heard of that before. Oh, hey, yeah, I've read that before. Hey, yeah, that's really cool. And I love how they tied it into the game. So they they essentially they bring in the mythology and the imagery and just it was so well written and so well done. My final thoughts on the game are, you know, I, again, we're, I mean, obviously we're going to say this with most games that we talk about like this, is that we definitely think that you guys should play the games because they are well worth investing your time into it. At you least know? watch it. Yeah, yeah or that, or just watch, watch it. it on YouTube. Watch someone play it, but you should definitely take the time out of your, your day 
your week, however long. Besides listening to us, obviously. Right, right. <laughs> and play the game. It's a, it's a beautiful game. Well done. Well done. And even if, I don't know if it's, it still has the same $60 price tag, I know, because that's what we bought it for. Even if it does, it is. Yeah. It holds well up to its worth. Yeah, absolutely. Well up to its worth. My final thoughts would have to be... <clears throat> They really, really, really did their research, not only on Kratos himself and his faults and upbringing, mm-hmm. but they also did the research on, like you said, the Pantheon, the yeah. Norse Pantheon. There is so much lore that is dipped into the game. And while you passively experience the lore of just completing the story if you take your time and go out to the little islands or find yeah. the little shrines or um even meet up with the valkyries yeah i was like because they did put quite literally this and that in there like little little pieces for you to get more of the story but you had to go find it and you get to interact with all these different you know lost souls and how they have unfinished business yeah. or you get to light up the the braziers, uh, I, I don't know if they're called that, but yeah, like no, the, I know, the yeah, fire I know pits about, around yeah. the, the Lake of Nine. And you get so much lore just dumped on you. It's like, wow. Yeah. And and the, the best part is when you read it, you want to keep reading more. You want to do these little side tasks. Yeah. You're like, I want to do yeah, more. Yeah, you're I like, yo, I have to get all more. this done. And, and the more you experience, the more you do. It's just, it, it, it keeps going. Yeah. And you keep going. And you want to keep experiencing it. Just... The story, the lore, the look, the gameplay, the graphics, the voice acting, the soundtrack. All so well done. This game was beautiful on top of gorgeous, on (laughs) top of perfection. Yeah. There is not many games that I can say get a 10 out of 10 in my book. for sure. This game did it. I can't find one thing to complain about this game. The only thing I can complain about is that even though it had like a 30-hour tag on it, it was too short. It <laughs> wasn't long enough. That's yeah. my own... I cannot say anything bad about it, but the game was too short. I wanted more. But they had to give us a short quote-unquote game because it still was a pretty long game right. because... They had more planned Ab- for right. God of War Absolutely. 5 Ragnarok. And we're and very I, much excited. And I am not complaining. I want more. Yes. So, final thoughts. Fantastic game. Everything done so well. And thank you for developing this game. For sure. So much. Alright, y'all. And with that being said, we will catch you next time on Tactics Talk. Have a great day. Take it easy and be safe. Be safe, y'all.